Welcome to Sealing God's People at SealingGodsPeople.org with your host, Dennis Beard. The end of the world. What time is it? Well, certainly time to wake up as we're seeing all things change and it's supposedly for the good. That is supposed to be for our privacy, for our security, and yet uh, knowledge is being increased, not just of the Word of God, but the world also. Uh, the age of not analog, but digital, digital warfare. We have President Eisenhower uh, warned us about scientific dictatorship that would uh, cast us into slavery thinking that it was for our own security, that the government wouldn't want to enslave us because we look to the government uh, for our safety, for our protection, uh, for our own religious rights. And we find that with the pandemic, uh, the COVID-19, that we're very threatened at that core because of the social distancing, uh, having to uh, stay uh, in homes, wearing a mask uh, worldwide. So this is something that uh, we're looking at uh, talk concerning the end of the age, not the, it won't be the end of the world. In Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, it says, What shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? The world won't end, but at that world there is eon. It's the age that we're living in. So we're in the dispensation of grace. But there's coming another dispensation of the kingdom, which will be the thousand-year millennial reign of Jesus Christ, uh, fulfilling the promises to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph of Genesis 12, that all the nations in the world and the earth would be blessed in Israel. Uh, that's the reason they asked Jesus, Lord, at this time, will thou restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said, it's not for you to know the times and seasons that God has put in his own power, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, unto the uttermost parts of the earth. And, of course, the Holy Ghost was given in the Pentecostal season uh, there in Acts, the second chapter. Well, where are we now? We know that the night is far spent. The day is at hand because the time of the Lord's coming is far closer than when we first believed. Everyone knows that. But the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Artificial intelligence, our privacy, is told for our security that we are to look to these devices, uh, cameras, uh, the very uh, recordings of our voices, uh, face, facial analytics, and the uh, cosmetology, and the kinetics that were used uh, there for these predictions uh, for what we will buy, uh, what we will behavior, uh, even control of the emotional state of the individuals based upon uh, algorithms that have been based upon facts and data that has been uh, created and, and literally cataloged from various sources, uh, from Internet, from Facebook, from various places, etc., even over the ones that don't use uh, Facebook by shadowing. 
So there are many things changing in the world, and we think it's for good. But we're going to see uh, that the Antichrist takes the kingdom by flatteries. And we're going to see that in Daniel. Uh, and who does he deceive? Well, we find in Revelation 11, 11 and 12, uh, especially the two witnesses uh, going out, and uh, they cause agony over the whole world because of these two witnesses. Now, the witnesses, uh, there are a corporate body. As we mentioned there, they're dead bodies. Uh, that is Toma, P-T-O-M-A, which is a singular body uh, that even though there are many bodies, as recorded in the KJV, King James Version of the Bible, uh, yet it is a corporate body, Toma, P-T-O-M-A, uh, a singular body, a corporate body. And we see the uh, two times at talking about their bodies is Toma, P-T-O-M-A, in Revelation 11 of the two witnesses, uh, which are killed when they fulfill their testimony and lie upon the street, which is spiritually called Sodom and Egypt, wherein our Lord was crucified. And they suffered not their dead bodies uh, to be buried for three and a half days. Now, those bodies there are Toma, P-T-O-M-A, uh, for the first two times it's used. So it's because this is a corporate body. We have that in John eight thirteen, Jesus giving that revelation the days of his flesh. And when they came to Jesus and said, Jesus, you bear record yourself. Your record is not true. Jesus said, though I bear record of myself, my record is true. And that record we find is 1 John 5, 7. There's three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. These three are one. That highest one is one and the self-same spirit. Not three different separate persons or spirits, but one spirit. Various functions. Father's administrative office of the spirit. The word is the expression office of the spirit, same spirit, which is the thought, plan, purpose, and will of God. And the Holy Ghost is the power office of that same spirit. Three different functions there it's mentioning, but still only but one spirit. Hero Israel, the Lord our God is one in the Shema. Uh, that is essential. And that revelation of Jesus, if you haven't tuned in to our podcast, subscribe to it and put that bell on there so that you'll be notified of the different podcasts as we talk about the sealing of God's people and why it's so urgent now for the people of God, the servants of God, to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. For the time is coming and now is, right now, when those that hear the voice of the Son of God shall live. It is essential, urgent, that we hear the voice of the Son of God as he is speaking to each individual in the church. If any man has an ear to hear, not ears, not in, not intellectual ears, but the Spirit, the ear led of the Holy Ghost, that is imperative that we hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. The artificial intelligence, which with artificial intelligence, uh, the AI, they were hearing all over the world uh, in China using artificial intelligence robots to uh, be used for social distancing in the crowds of people. Uh, we find that uh, this, this paradigm is given that by 
flattery, this antichrist shall deceive many. And he will take this world by flatteries against those that have indignation against the Holy Covenant. Now, Jesus is given as a covenant to the people. He is the Holy Covenant. But we find that the Antichrist in the last days comes great with a small people, not some great nation, not, but a small people. And we find in Revelation 12 some verses that give us much insight into how this Antichrist, the little horn, uh, this dragon, the old serpent, the devil, the scorpion, is going to work. We find that at the very time that God brings us, the church, to birth pangs, that we're bringing forth a man-child. Now, many people will say that the woman in Revelation 12 is Israel. We disagree for one reason. Because when Israel, as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children, plural. And in Revelation 12, we have a man-child caught up to God and to his throne, and they have two criteria. Number one, these have the testimony of Jesus, which is the spirit of prophecy, according to Revelation 19.10, which is the faith that was once delivered to the saints that were earnestly contended for that faith that was once delivered to the saints as it's revealed in the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him, John, to show unto his servants, the body of Christ, things which must shortly come to pass. Sent and signified it, signed it, as an engraving of an engraver of a signet or sealing to his servants, to the people of God, to show unto his servants things, things that are written in the words of the book of this prophecy, and blessed are they that hear and do and obey the things that are written in this book. This book is the testimony of Jesus. It is the spirit of prophecy. It is a Sheba. It is God's, because uh, uh, he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, in that he is faithful and true. We find that Jesus is that God. He is that faithful and true in Revelation 19, 13. On his vesture, dipped in blood, his name is called the Word of God. But we find him coming from heaven on a white horse and on his thigh. That is, your loins girt about with truth. Upon his thigh, a name written, faithful and true. Because God could swear by no greater, he swore by himself. And that these two immutable truths, that God is faithful and true and he cannot lie. God cannot lie. Therefore, he is the Amen. He is the Alpha and Omega. He is the Aloft Top. He is the Age of the Z. He is everything, and that is revealed Jesus Christ, the only true God in eternal life. That is the blessed and only potentate who only hath immortality, dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto nor see, nor can see. We find that this dragon, the old serpent, the scorpion, 
the devil comes against this woman to devour her seed as soon as it was born. Just as he did in the days of Jesus' flesh that he killed all the newborn babes from two years old and under. He will seek to do the same again when the church, the woman, which is clothed with the sun, that son of righteousness that shall arise with healing in his wings. That speaks of the Ezekiel sun calendar and 365 and a quarter days and the clothed with the sun, the moon and under her feet. That's the prophecies, prophecies in Jeremiah. Uh, that is the lunar and all the lunations, the moons, and all the moed, the divine appointments of God with man that she has walked and obeyed, the moon and under her feet. She's clothed with that sun, the moon and under her feet, and upon her head, her head, a crown of 12 stars. The 12 stars is the prophetic calendar. So as we see in Daniel, Time, times and a half, three and a half years, 42 months, 1,203 score days. Or the last end of the week. We believe in Daniel 9, 24, that 70 weeks are determined upon thy holy city, Jerusalem, to rebuild the street and the wall, even in troublous times, even during the time of great tribulation. And after 62 weeks, will Messiah be cut off? After seven weeks and 62 weeks, or a total of 483 years, he will be cut off. It leaves one week, and it has been fulfilled already on the cross by Jesus Christ. For he has, in him, all things are finished, once and for all in one offering. But we, the body of Christ, have not experienced all that Jesus died for yet. But we will. The experiential of it is just ahead of us. And he will confirm the covenant with many for one week. And in the midst of the week, he shall be cut off. What? In that after 62 weeks, Messiah shall be cut off, but not for himself. We find the same in Daniel 9, 27. And he will confirm the covenant with many for one week. That covenant being Jesus. And in the midst of the week, he will cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease, which Jesus did on the cross, taking the ordinance of the cross that were uh, contrary to us, nailing it to his cross thereby of the twain, break, making one new man, breaking down the middle wall of partition. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate. That is the Lord God Almighty. And that determined will be poured out upon the desolate, which is the same that we see in Isaiah 6 in the year that Uzziah, King Uzziah died. Then Uzziah, then we had, uh, etc. We had uh, um, then from Ahaz and the seed of David uh, that literally came against Lucifer, which was the king of Babylon and also called the Assyrian uh, in, in uh, Isaiah 14. Now, many people will say, well, Lucifer, uh, that's the devil himself. 
Well, we find in Isaiah 14 that it states there that he is the king of Babylon. That Babylon, mystery of Babylon, the great and the mother of hearts, abomination of the earth, also showing us in the last days that we have to come out of Babylon and touch not the unclean thing. We also find the Assyrian mentioned in Isaiah 14. But there's a key scripture in Isaiah 14 that literally states that, uh, reading there, it states there in Isaiah 14 and verse 16, they shall see thee, that is, Lucifer, son of the morning, shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake kingdoms? He says, "You Though you lift yourself up as God, yet thou art a man. Now true, the force is behind this king of Babylon, this force behind the Assyrian that we find in verse 25 that I will break the Assyrian. Well, uh, there in uh, uh, verse 4, Isaiah 14, verse 4, this is, O Lucifer, son of the morning, for thou shalt take up this proverb against the king of Babylon. So therefore, Lucifer is this king of Babylon. And say, how hath the oppressor ceased? The golden city ceased. There's the Babylonian city, Babylon. Then we come down in verse 26 and says, or verse 24, this God will sweep it with a besom of destruction and speaks in verse 25, he will break the Assyrian. Well, both of them are from the north, the northern kingdoms, which is uh, Babylon, Media, Persia, Greece, Rome, all of them lie to, toward the north, which speaks of a corporate man the man of sin, the synagogue of Satan. Now, he says, O Lucifer, son of the morning, in verse 16, is this the man that made the earth to tremble and did shake kingdoms, that they made the worlds a wilderness and destroyed the cities therein, and opened not the house of his prisoners, all the kings of the nations, even all of them lie in glory, every one of his own house, but thou art cast out of thy grave like an abominable branch. And as the raiment of those that are slain thrust through with a sword that go down to the stones of the pit as a carcass trodden under the feet. Well, Lucifer, we've been told that Satan, well, of course it's not. It's the king of Babylon. It is Assyrian. The rod of mine anger, the staff in their hand is my indignation. He is a man. Though thou set thyself up as God, yet thou art a man. We find that here in Isaiah 14 in that revelation. And we find that in verse 29, it says, Rejoice rejoice not thou, who Palestina, Philistines, Syria, the uncircumcised Philistines, Philist, the Philistines, Philistia, are Palestina, because the rod of him that smote thee is broken. Why? Because this was a year that King Ahaz died, which was of the seed of David, uh, Uzziah, uh, then we come down to Ahaz, 
uh, and they're rejoicing because the king of the, the king had died, Ahaz. And they said, Ho, Palestina is rejoicing. But God said, Rejoice not, Ho, Palestina, because the rod of him that smote thee is broken, because he is of that rod of the stem of Jesse and the lineage of David. For out of the serpent's root shall come forth a cockatrice, and his fruit shall be a fiery flying serpent. Now, as the serpent was lifted up in the wilderness, so Jesus was lifted up. So we find this is indicative of the seed of David that we're not only called to believe on Jesus, but also to suffer with him. Now, we'll cover that in a different podcast on the seraphim in Isaiah 6, in the year that King Uzziah died. Isaiah said, I was high and lifted up, I, uh, and I saw the Lord, and his train filled the temple. And we find there that there was a seraphim. The seraphim is the fiery serpents with two that covered the eyes, two that covered the feet, and two they did fly. Now, this speaks of a time that it is going to be flying and take the whole world. We're going to say that these of the seed of David had literally came against the old Lucifer son of the morning, the king of Babylon, came against the king of Assyria. It came against those that were against Israel, not only Israel, national Israel, but the church as well. As Hitler said, I'll destroy not only the Sabbath people first, the Jew, the natural Jew, but also then the Sunday people also, the church, and bring up the Assyrian uh, or the uh, uh, the race that he was looking for uh, in that special race that he was raising up, much like we're trying to do with DNA now. Hitler tried to have uh, an Aryan race that was above, above all. And uh, we have now this being happened throughout the world. It says here uh, through various sources that we have a substantial amount of work going through the various universities, one at Cornell, that of the five different uh, mysteries to life that they have three of them already in the DNA the deroxynucleic acid to form life and then we're going into uh, the DNA and the robotics and artificial intelligence uh, to not only control or know what a people are going to buy and therefore uh, for the mega corporations to uh, purchase this information but also to even control the emotions of the people so and it's supposed to be for our safety for our security uh, for our privacy and we find in the 21 agenda that is the 21st century in the 21 agenda uh, that it is to bring in a one world government and this is happening right now and in the 21 agenda, uh, that is the powers that be, uh, considering, just as Hitler did, uh, that there should be a superior race. And not everybody is worthy of their freedom. Not everybody has 
in other words, a mind uh, to think for yourself. The government needs to do that for you. Now, we're not trilateralists, uh, commissioned or, or the conspiracy theories or whatever, uh, simply that they were coming to a one world government nearer now than we ever have been. And the reason that we need to have the sealing of the servants of God, the servants of God in their forehead, and knowing what that sealing is and standing by this faith that was once delivered to the saints called the testimony of Jesus. It is imperative that we hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Not just saying, well, you know, whatever will be, will be. And, you know, uh, it really doesn't matter. It does matter. It matters to you as an individual believer, as a member in particular in the body of Christ, that we hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches as the Lord is compacting His body together, of whichever joint supplies to the edifying of itself in love. That's through the supply of the Spirit that God is preparing us now for the work of the ministry. Now we're going to see that in Revelation 12 that this old dragon, the serpent, the scorpion, the devil comes against the woman to devour her child as soon as it was born. That child is the ones that keep the commandments of God. For if you love God, you keep his commandments. And two, they have the testimony of Jesus. Now, most preachers and ministers will say the Revelation 19.10 person, the man that John saw was an angel. We strongly disagree. Revelation 19.10, John knew, the apostle John knew the Lord Jesus Christ. If anybody knew the Lord, John, the revelator, knew the Lord. He saw this man. And he bows down to worship him. Now, John knows not to worship angels. In a voluntary, losing your reward, in a voluntary and humility, worshiping of angels, intruding into those things which he knoweth not, vainly puffed up by his flesh and mind. John knows this. This is not a novice. This is John the Revelator, the Apostle John, that wrote the Gospel according to John, three epistles, and the book of the Revelation. He knows not to worship an angel. Yet we're told that this man in Revelation 19.10 is an angel. No, he's not. But he does have something that others do not have. That is true. When John sees this man, he was about to bow down and worship him. And the man said, See thou doest it not. I am of thy brethren and of thy fellow servants that have the testimony of Jesus. Have the testimony of Jesus. The testimony of Jesus is that after you've received the word of God and his testimony that he has, has spoken and said of himself, that after we've received this testimony, we set this to our seal, the sealing of God's people, which there are four different, four different levels of sealing. The first being newborn babes. The second being little children, and they've grown up. The third being the young men, and the fourth being fathers. Four different areas of sealing. Through the work of an engraver, 
the engraving of an engraver of a signet. The signet is a sign. And Zerubbabel, you are my signet. And Haggai. Zerubbabel, the ones that are born in Babylon, you are to come out of Babylon and touch not the unclean thing. And I will receive you as sons and daughters. There we have in Revelation 12, not just Israel birthing a man-child. She will come forth as a nation. And in the millennial, all the nations of the earth will be blessed in national Israel according to the promise made to Abraham in Genesis 12. However, in Genesis 15, that was the promised seed of Abraham of which the church is, heirs according to the promise of the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we see in Matthew 1 in the genealogy of Jesus Christ, we have 42 generations. And from the first generation of Abraham to David are 14 generations. From David to the carrying away into Babylon, 14 generations. From the carrying away into Babylon unto Jesus, 13 generations, of whom is called Christ the 14th generation or the 42nd generation. Why? Because there is a Christ generation that shall be counted for the seed that will fulfill Jesus' last week, that last three and a half years of the week of the covenant that he will confirm with many for one week. Jesus cut off in the midst of the week. There is another three and one half years of the work of the ministry, the Jesus ministry, to fulfill his week. That's the reason why in Revelation 10, Revelation 11, Revelation 12, Revelation 13, you're going to see that the Antichrist coming down to the earth, the old devil, the serpent, the dragon, that scorpion, is cast down to the earth. Michael and his war in heaven, and Michael, the great prince was standing for the children of thy people, literally cast Satan down out of heaven, place found no more in heaven, and was cast down to the earth and said, Woe, 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 be unto the inhabitants of the earth by the reason of the last three trumpets to sound. The last trump is, uh, seventh trumpet is not the last trump of God in the shout, the voice of the archangel and the trump of God. That is a different trumpet. But the last woe trumpets, woe, 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 be unto the inhabitants of the earth. By the reason of the leather, leather three trumpets yet to sound. For the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, not the wrath of God, the wrath of Satan. Now, what happens at this time? We see in Revelation 12, and the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, even Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. Not the whole world except the United States. Not the whole world except our state that we're living in. He deceives the whole world. Now, we're, as Christians, are not of the world. We will not be in that deception. We will be here. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. But everyone in the world will be deceived. And we find in 2 Thessalonians 2 that that day of Christ is at hand, that you be not soon shaken, 
by letters from us, from an angel, etc., for that day, the day of Christ, and are gathered together unto him, will not come until they come a falling away first. A falling away of what? The Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter days some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits, doctrines of devils, having the conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry, and abstaining from meats, which God has sanctified by the word of God in prayer. 1 Timothy 4, verse 1. Well, we have this in operation now. The artificial intelligence is working, and I think there's 38 states that's already approved that they're going to uh, take a look at the Constitution, maybe ratify it uh, there. And when this door opens, uh, then the Constitution, their uh, First Amendment rights were going to be challenged. Many things that are in operation now that a few years ago would never have been thought of. And this artificial intelligence, supposedly for our safety, for our good, we're going to suggest to you that is, is in fact deception that through this scientific, which is for our good supposedly, will be for a dictatorship to rule, rule the whole world. And the mega corporations are all behind it. And we're not into conspiracy theories and uh, the Illuminati and the Trilateral Commission, et cetera, et cetera. We know that all governments of the world, we're going to see there's only one government of, that, of the Lord Jesus Christ that will be peace. Everyone else will say peace, and that is the doctrine of Baal, saying peace when there is no peace. That they're thinking that by the nations and these different uh, accords and Oslo, etc., that we have peace, uh, that we have Israel with Anwar Sadat. We have a declaration of peace, and yet they start war immediately after that. We see that there will be no peace until the Prince of Peace comes, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, every Christian knows that. But what we're talking about now is how close are we to this one world government? And that's what this podcast is about. How close? It's already in the operation. The 21 Agenda is in the 21st century that they are working on a one world government that the United Nations has already and uh, the nations have agreed to in this global warming, the various things that they're doing uh, in environmental protection for us. They're saying peace, safety, but then we are finding that the underlying cause is that the governments want to rule over the people. Now, not going into uh, doomsday prophecy, anything like that, because uh, even though things, not all things are good, but all things work together for good, for them that love God, for them that are called according to his purpose. So the will of God is being uh, played out in prophecy as exactly our Lord said it would. And we find in Revelation 12 that he deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. That's the old devil, devil, the serpent, the scorpion, Satan himself. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now has come salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God. At this very time, when this evil comes in like a flood, God will raise up a standard against him. 
the fullness of the power of God through and in his saints will literally stand up against the fullness of the onslaught of hell and Satan and his synagogue. And it will be a battle, the battle of the ages, evil against good. And the good news is we win. And it says there, the kingdom of God and the power of his Christ for the accused of our brothers cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him. How did we overcome? Somebody said, oh no, we're out of there. No. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Now somebody said, their word, the word of their testimony. And they get up and say, well, I want to have a testimony session at church. Well, most of the time you're going to find out uh, the testimony session at church that the saints will be speaking negative and it's not the yay and amen. So what do we mean by the word of their testimony? They're speaking the, as any man speak, let speak the oracles of God. The word of their testimony is the rhema, speaking the things of God. That testimony is the testimony of Jesus, which is... As we see in Revelation 19.10, the spirit of prophecy. And that's a small s. That means that the church, the body of Christ, Jesus ahead, we the body of the Christ, have received the testimony of Jesus, that word of our testimony, and that testimony, which is our sealing, is how we are going to overcome that Antichrist, to overcome that kingdom of darkness. They overcoming by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. Oh my. Now that witnesses, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, did Judea, Samaria, to the uttermost parts of the earth, is after you have received the Holy Ghost. It's come upon you. You receive that Holy Ghost, the Spirit of Christ, Christ in you, the hope of glory. And you shall be witnesses to me. Witnesses there are mortars. The same Greek word. So we're not only called to believe on Jesus, but also to suffer with him. Trouble on every side, Paul said, but not in distress. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in our bodies the dying of the Lord Jesus. For we which live are always delivered unto death. Somebody said, that's the reason why I'm suffering persecution and tribulation. Yes, that is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God that you might be accounted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you also suffer. Seeing is it a righteous thing with God to render tribulation to them that have tribulation or troubled you. 2 Thessalonians 1. We find here, they love not their lives unto the death. They seal their testimony with their own blood. But they're sealed. They are not deceived. The key there is the Antichrist coming down to earth, having great wrath, knowing that he hath but a short time. How long is that time? Time, times I have three and a half years, 42 months, and he wears out the saints and patience of the saints. He wears out the saints for 42 months and prevails against them for 42 months. Here is the faith and patience of the saints. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must die by the sword. Here is the faith and patience of the saints. 
That's not natural Israel, friend. That is the church. Now, at the last day, the day of the Lord, Israel, in one day, a nation shall be brought forth at once. And I'm not talking about May the 14th, 1948. I'm talking about when God restores again the kingdom to Israel in a millennial reign that he promised he would do to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, that he will fulfill, as Paul stated in Romans 9, 10, 11. He will set Israel up and all nations of the world will serve Israel and be blessed in the nation Israel. The church will be reigning and ruling with a rod of that scepter giving to us that rod of an almond tree, that rod to rule the nations, that rod to rule the nations as a scepter, uh, there as a vessel of a potter shall they be beaten to shivers. And I'll give them that overcome the morning star. So the time of sealing going from little children the little children of those that have uh, their sins forgiven for his name's sake and know that he is the Father, that Jesus is the Father of glory, are little children. But the next step is that of young men. I write to you young men because the word of God is strong in you and you've overcome the wicked one. And Revelation 2 and Revelation 3 tells us what it is and what it means to be an overcomer. What must we do? Now, we will get into the next podcast and what is necessary to be an overcomer and being sealed as an overcomer. And he that overcometh to the end, the same shall be saved. Those are the ones that the word of God is strong in them and they've overcome the wicked one. How close are we to the one world government? The 21 agenda says that they will state and have set up a one world government throughout the world in the 21st century in the years 2000, 2020. That century is 100 years. Therefore, in 2020, going to 2021, by 2021, the one world government will be set up. Now, they have a 2030 agenda. The 2030 agenda is where, by the year 2030, that everything should be in place for this to happen. And then the 2050.org there that you'll see is that everything should be totally done and uh, under that system by 2050. Now, what we're going to say is that this is working deceitfully in man-made government. A man-made government will never give you peace. It's only the kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ that there will be peace on the earth and goodwill toward men. And we find in Ezekiel, uh, I'm sorry, Daniel, the 11th chapter. Now, what we're saying here, and uh, Daniel, there's many things that goes into the northern army. And the little horn, of which three fell and one came up. Uh, that is another teaching in itself. Come small, great with the small people. And it says in Daniel 11 and verse 21, and in this estate shall stand up a vile person to whom they shall not give the honor of the kingdom. Well, how will he get it if he doesn't have the honor of the kingdom? But he shall come in peaceably. 
and obtained the kingdom by flatteries. By peace he shall destroy many. So we're saying right now, artificial intelligence that directionucleic acid, DNA strands, that they are uh, there to produce life and robotics and artificial intelligence uh, there where everyone and every movement is known by the government that this is in place supposed to be for our safety for our security uh, there and we're finding that in the ultimate the end of it will be that obtaining this kingdom by flatteries and by peace shall destroy many that it's a a purpose they have purpose saying peace when there is no peace. And the Lord God said it would come to pass, and we find that at this time they speak lies at one table. We come on down to verse 27. And both these kings' heart, northern and the southern kings, shall at one table speak lies at one table, but it shall not prosper, for yet the end shall be at the time appointed, for that that is determined shall be done. And during this time, it says, he sh- Then shall he return into his land with great riches. The riches shall stand on his part. Arms shall stand on his part. He will, div- he will forecast his devices and prosper. He will be a prophet. Not of the Lord. His heart shall be against the holy covenant, which is against Jesus Christ. And he shall do exploits, things that have never been done before, and return to his own land. Now, during this time, he deceives the whole world. Isn't it time for the body of Christ? Awake thou, drunkard, and howl. Awake thou that sleepest. Why? Because a new wine is cut off from you. The new wine is that kainos, the new thing in Greek, not revival. God's not going to do revival. It's going to be a new thing. So great and radical a change than revival that God is going to do a work, a strange work, and bring to pass his act, his strange act. And this overflowing scourge that God will do has surprised the hypocrite. The wicked cannot understand these things, but the wise shall understand. This time that we're entering in, we're already in the full process of the one world government coming to pass. It's been an operation for years. Many of the body of Christ knows that. Many of understanding shall instruct many, yet many of understanding shall try shall fall, literally die, to try to purge and to make them white. For that that is determined shall be done. Hide my people, enter into thy chambers for a little while until the indignation be overpassed. And mine anger, God says, ends in their destruction, not yours, the, the world's destruction. Now, we're in the world, we're not of the world. It's time to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends, your neighbors.
that there's a voice there sounding a little different in the land. But there is a new thing coming, not revival, a new thing that God is doing and preparing the body of Christ for the work of the ministry. Until we all come into the unity of the faith to the knowledge of the Son of God. The knowledge of the Son of God is not gnosko. Gnosko is knowing Jesus after the Spirit and not after the flesh. If you've got the Spirit of Christ, the Holy Ghost, Christ in you, the hope of glory, well then, you're in that kingdom, Christ in you, the hope of glory. But the knowledge of the Son of God is not Gnosko, just having the Spirit of God, Christ in you, the hope of glory. It is epigonosco, much higher in glory. To, to, what, to what glory? To unto a perfect man. That is, heaven and earth, the whole body of Christ, Jesus the head, we the body, we're the feet generation, filling heaven and an earth in the body of Christ, but one man, and we're the feet generation. And that's the reason in the man-child, in those cherubims, that their feet sparkled as burnished brass, burnished brass, polished brass, judgment, as a calf's hoof. And we find that calf in the lion, man, calf, and eagle in Revelation 4 and Revelation 5, which are the redeemed of the Lord. They're not angels. Neither is that Revelation 19.10, man and angel. He is uh, the body, corporate body of Christ in a higher glory than Pentecost for those that have an ear to hear. So the time is there. We're coming and we already have the 21 agenda. We have in the 2030 agenda, which is a, a milestone. They check to see how far we've come along in this one world government. But we're going to find that it's not going to be for good that we're going to see he's going to take the kingdom by flatteries, by peace he shall destroy many and after that lead made with him he will work deceitfully. The nations think that they are the, they will be ruled by they think a great uh, who can make war against the beast who, who all of them will worship him saying who is like the beast who's able to make war and that beast is a worldly system. That one more government that is in process right now at the very door and is in process as we speak. So, friend, let's press toward the mark for the prize of high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let's be and obtain that kingdom. No man's going to give it to you. Take that book out of the angel's hand and eat all of it. For the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. If you listen to your uh, sound of the world, they'll say, oh, there's nothing to worry about, nothing to be concerned about. We're not worried, and we're really not concerned. But we know the signs of the times, and we are certainly listening to that revelation of Jesus that God gave unto John to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. He sent and signified it, sealed it by his angel unto John. Now, John, the revelator of John, is the beloved disciple, the disciple who Jesus loved. And that's the reason in Revelation 10, that as you'll see in these podcasts, that that John, and what he's speaking to the servants of God, that John again must again prophesy 
to many nations, kindreds, tongues, and kings in Revelation 10. And I submit to you that you, you are that voice. You are that voice that God will use in the work of the ministry in Ephesians 4, 11, and 12. Growing up into Jesus in all things. Those things are the things of faith. That's all truth. And be not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. The time is now. That one world government's in the process and is being revealed in the 21 agenda and in 2030 agenda that is happening right now as we speak. Let's don't have our hand in the sand. Let's be diligent, be circumspect for the Lord God Almighty. It's time for us to stir up ourselves. Woe be unto them that are to ease in Zion. Jesus said, I'll search Jerusalem with candles. Punish all them that are settled on their leaves. We're not settled on our leaves. We're stirred up, ignoring the signs of the times, not the day nor the hour, but the signs and the seasons given to us. If you will, subscribe to this channel, to this podcast, hit the bell there. That means any notifications of the new podcast, which we're trying to do daily to get them out there to you. Because on the 19th of January, 2019, uh, we had a visitation from our Lord Jesus, uh, not for any of our righteousness or our holiness, but for his namesake. Uh, while we were in Transmara, Kilgoris, Kenya, that's Africa, after preaching to a Messiah tribal church, the Lord came to us in a visitation, and the word of the Lord said, Seal my people by my word. As the angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. Now we're doing the best we can to, through the Holy Ghost, to bring that to you. And the time is at hand. Let's don't be deceived. We're not of that night. We're of the children of the day. That that will not overtake us as a thief in the night. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Uh, hit that bell. Notifications coming to, to you when we're on the podcast. We'll be going into what it takes to be sealed as overcomers. And still, there is another sealing after that of fathers. So Revelation 2 and Revelation 3 will go into the actual voice of the Lord that we're hearing now and what it takes to him that overcometh and many things there that we'll see in present day truth in the flowing, proceeding word of God from the throne room right now for you, his people. We want to invite you and literally encourage you to give us a call. We are set up to do an outreach in evangelizing the Jesus-only doctrine of Christ for the sealing of God's people here in the last days. You'll see that we have a tractor-trailer rig, and on that rig is a tent, a gospel tent, that will seat up to 3,000 people. Now, don't let that discourage you, because it can be set up to where it will be uh, a tent size for 300 people, or 500, or 1,000, or up to 3,000. We have the instruments, we have the chairs, we have the gospel tent. That if you would like a gospel tent meeting in your area, where we can do social distancing, setting the chairs eight feet apart, not six, but eight feet apart, several rows, and still get in over 1,500 people in social distancing. 
we can bring it to your area. If you would like to hear that Jesus only doctrine of Christ, the sealing of God's people, where we are now in prophecy and eschatology in that last day work of the ministry, give us a call. That is Dennis Beard at DennisBeard.org. That's our website www.dennisbeard.org or sealinggodspeople.org and let us hear from you. We'd like to talk to you. Well, we can talk about where you would like to have a tent revival or maybe you would like just to say, well, Brother Beard, come to the church. Bring this to the meeting at the church. We'd love to hear from you. Well, let us hear from you. Give us a call. You'll see we have our own motor home. We can drive to you anywhere in the United States. There, also with the tent, with the tractor-trailer rig, and our team of ministers that we bring there to your town, your city, to your state. So if the Lord deals with you, don't hesitate. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. We'd like to have a gospel tent meeting or meet there and have a meeting in a meeting room or your church. Give us a call. Contact us at dinnerspirit.org, sealinggodspeople.org, and we'd love to hear from you. Let's talk. Let's meet. The body of Christ is coming together greater than it ever has before in the work of the ministry, in the unity of the faith, in the knowledge of the Son. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold, the real Jesus.